I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to day three of this year's Cheltenham Festival. The highlight, of course, the Sunbet Stairs Hurdle, Group 1 race for the staying hurdlers on day three of the festival. The Scottish Sunsport Racing Team is here to look ahead to the big race and some of the supporting races as well, Colin Duncan, Ed Watson and Robert Thompson here with me, Jim Delahunt. The Sunbet Stairs Hurdle dominated market-wise, Robert, by one horse. You know what I mean, Harry. And rightly so, because I think he's probably head and shoulders above everyone else in this race. Won Albert Bartlett last year, just keeps on improving. Yeah. Every run he seems to have improved. Was that Newbury when he was 6-1 to one in the morning at the, the start of this year at the, the Hennessy meeting? Six to one, well backed, and he's never looked back since. I don't see what gets near him, and to be honest, I can't believe he's still odds against. He should be odds on. I think the only reason he probably isn't odds odds on is the fact he's trained by Harry Fry rather than Wally Mullins or Paul Nichols. I think he's been trained. Good point. Gordon Elliott. I think he's trained with one of the big boys. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. an odds on shot. I, yeah. I'm firmly with Robert. I really can't see how how he's going to be. You know, the the further you just. He could win over two and a half miles. He could win over three miles. If he ran over four miles, he would he would still win. He's just such, such such a big big engine, uh, and I don't think there's much really strength and depth to, to the to the stairs race this season. And I'm struggling to find, you know, a legitimate contender that they, they could push him all the way. Cole Harden, who won the race two years ago, might be the one to, to chase him home. But I, I don't think you know as, as the last time out of the race showed. I, I don't think he's going to get past. This is a, a real rags to riches story because mm. although he's now owned by Jay Pinkman Mass, this is a horse that lost its first ten or eleven hurdles yeah. races. Joined Harry Fry, rated one hundred and twenty three, and now he's won eight on the spin. Suddenly, including the, the the three key trials for this race at Newbury, at Ascot, and the Cleve hurdle last time. I think those are the three races that Thistlecrack won last year on route to a demolition job at Cheltenham he isn't a thistle crack he's maybe not too far behind but the odds even 5-4 to four is not my kind of not mm. a working man's price and I'm a working man Jim so. it is a division that throws up these horses though, that are just a level above everything else big bucks yeah big bucks yeah. and English then Draver and, yeah. Yeah. and then we've had thistle crack yeah. last year mm. it just seems to be a division that you do get one superstar pops out and yeah they are significantly ahead of the rest. Yeah, and being Barracuda before that, they seem to yeah. go on for block maybe two uh, or three years at a time, and it just not. I think he's the one. He's the one for. for this. would say is that he's a nine-year-old. He's a third-season hurdler, which traditionally aren't necessarily the ideal kind of trends. But he's head and shoulders above the the British trained horses. Cole Harden on better ground might have a chance of narrowing the gap on him, but he was getting eight pounds, and you know what I mean. Harren still couldn't beat him last time, but he would need good ground. The one horse that I would want to, if I was going to be backing against a favourite, I would want to be on would be an Irish trained horse called Shane's Hill, who has come to three festivals, finished second in a champion bumper, second to Duvan in a Supreme, and second to Black Line in the RSA Chase. I think three miles over hurdles are his prime conditions. I think he's been brought along slowly this year because he, he was really busy after Cheltenham last year. He went to, I think, Aintree Punchtown, and he went to America as well. 
and was a bit of a money spinner over there. I think he's gradually sort of working his way back into form. He's around about eight to one, so I thought he was the, the standout each way bet against the favourite. We're asking, you know what I mean, Harry, who, as you pointed out, lost his first ten hurdles. Ten, eleven, might yeah. be eleven, yeah. You're asking him to beat a champion hurdler at a trip, which people have been saying for the last three years is Jeski's best. I'm willing to forgive Jeski's last run because his reappearance run made him look as if he was almost back to his best. That's a fair shout. It's um, yeah, whether he can, whether he can do it. He's we, we get big. Was it Hurricane Fly beat him maybe one year when he tried three miles? But yeah, how well would that go down in the uh, the McManus camp? Yeah, Jeski well, he, he will be winning the I mean, second Harry, colours, yeah. of course. Indeed, right. The one thing I would, I would, the one negative I would have about Jeski is the fact he won't have the assistance of Barry Garrity. He seems Mark to Walsh will probably ride. You know, I mean, Garrity just seems he seems to be. Was he not? He was unbeating him for a long time. Yeah. McCoy couldn't win. Because McCoy didn't he like McCoy. Didn't yeah, he? Just, right. he just seems a better horse with with mm. Barry Garrity yeah. on board. That would be more than concern. Yeah, because he misses the entire meeting with uh, Broken Bruce and Punchy One. Nigel Swiss and Davis still insists that Bally Optic is up to this class, despite the fact that he hasn't shown it this season. We don't get it, do we? Oh, Nigel likes saying these things, though, doesn't he? He'll still be telling over the new one's going to win the champion hurdle for the next <laughs> 10 you years. You think the new one should be in this race? Well, I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did. He's got a better chance in this race than he's got the champion. Although the champion has cut up now, so maybe he has been proved right. We'll see how that pans out. I'm going to go Jeski each way in the Sunbet Stairs hurdle, but I, I fully acknowledge, you know what I mean, Harry is the best horse in the race, but the look of it, on form. So let's move on to the Ryanair. It could have been a, a really good start to the day for JP McManus because, of course, he owns Uxie Sandra which is sitting about third favourite for the Ryanair at the moment. To win that race, he has to get past Undeso. Depends on the ground, doesn't it? Mm. If, if the ground does come up softish, then Undeso is a massive player, but would you trust him on better ground? I'm not sure I would these mm. days. I'm not convinced he's jumped that last time out mm. when he's jumping. He seems to take off very, very early from the fence. He almost spread eagles the fence. It's just almost his class that gets him over. Yeah. I mean, I just... And the hustle and bustle of a, of a race like that when we're going a, a good gallop I just wonder if there'll be extra pressure on his jumping as well if Duvan didn't exist would he be in this race he probably wouldn't would he no he's no, just slotting no. Wally yeah. Mullins slotting yeah. Yeah. pegs and I think I think he's vulnerable at this trip as well I know he's mm. got you know, he's, he's won over intermediate trips before but for me at the, at the prices he's one of the horses a bit like Mellon that you've got to take on at this meeting I think there's plenty of credible opposition in behind him in the market for me one of which would be Empire of Dirt who won a handicap at the meeting in impressive fashion he demolished them really that was his that was his last run for Cole Murphy he's since moved to the master trainer that is Gordon Elliott yeah. he easily won he's got form at three miles which is key in this race now since it became a grade one he won the Troy Town impressively very impressively on his first start for, for Elliott and then last time out he was given a hold up ride in a, in a slowly run Irish Gold Cup Perhaps if things had panned out differently, he may well have beaten Sizing John. He's a late comer to this kind of stage. He's a ten-year-old now. He had a number of non-completions, but it seems as if it's a horse that's taken a while just to kind of build his confidence up. And now he's now he's got sort of the winning, the winning thread. I thought for me he was probably my nap, my nap of the entire meeting. Being ten-year-old's not ideal, but it has been done. I bet yeah. I've run one as a ten-year-old, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's not impossible. Late, he's a late bloomer. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's better than ever by by some distance, and I think Gordon Elliott has just eked out even more mm-hmm. improvement from him. I mean, it's a race that the sponsors have never won, obviously yeah. owned by yeah. Michael O'Reilly, uh, Jiggenstown, the fact that, and, and if you look back at the last couple of runnings of the race, it's always put a horse in the race 
with an eye, one eye in next season's Gold Cup. I think last season it was Val Solido mm-hmm. who ran an absolutely cracker against the year before uh, Don Cossack. Don yep. So they're always looking a year ahead. So they're always one of his better horses. He's, he's, he's probably the second string sub lieutenants also yeah, got a good like chance it. as well. Mm-hmm. Good jumper. You know, it was last season it was campaigned over three miles, but he looks much more suited mm-hmm. back dropping down and, and, and trip. You know, beat Outlander at the start of the season, who's, who's prominent in the bend for the Gold Cup and wasn't beaten far by Jack Adam and Sizing John as well so I must have a good chance yeah, as well I agree yeah good race coming up for the Ryanair chase the card opens on Thursday with the JLT Novices chase over two and a half miles the anti-post favourite here is a horse that many people thought might be switched to the champion hurdle he hasn't been York Hill he had a schooling session at Leperstown over the weekend didn't look great over the first couple of fences but warmed to his task is that fair? It's an absolute crackpot, John. <laughs> I mean, he's a serious, serious machine, but he's mental. I mean, he pulled Ruby onto the the hurdles course and was big, was got into them. And if he stands up and he jumps properly, he wins. But at the price, can you trust him? He's certainly one I'd be looking to take on. And they are going to school him. They are going to school him again because yeah. obviously things didn't go to plan on Sunday. So yeah. again, that would be a real fascinating one, as Colin pointed out earlier on with it with Willie Mullins late target switches I still would rule out this horse being switched to champion herd and if he did have him back well that's because I backed him at 20 to 1 for the champion so I'm still <laughs> praying that he does but I still wouldn't I just wouldn't rule it out particularly after Sunday that's adding more fuel to the fire well talking about putting pegs in holes when you're referring to Willie Mullins what about Nicky Henderson putting top notch in the JLT because he doesn't want to take on Altior both from the same stable, aren't yeah. they as well? So that kind of yeah makes makes sense that you, that you switch that. He's a he's a really likable horse, Tom mm. Notch. His form's got better and better, but jumps really well. He does, yeah. He's not the biggest horse in the world. Champs fences take a bit of jumping. I just I just think there'll be one or two that are too good for him, even though he's shown a high Fest, level of form. Festival forms rock solid. Though. Yeah, second piece in Coventry. Yeah, yeah. fifth in the champion, champion. Yeah. fifth in the champion hurdle yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's no he's no mug. He never ever screamed chaser though, did he? No, that's no. The, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. But that, that formula race that you've talked about, Charbel, Le Prezien, Top Notch, mm. looks like, you know, that's, well, that was a hot, hot race. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Nichols and Sam Twiston Davis seem to like Politologue. Uh, any thoughts on that one, Colin? Yeah, well, I mean, they gave the indication early in the season that he was going to put it by, you know, that he wasn't going to go to the, to the, to the festival with, with this horse, Jim. He seemed to be keeping it for entry or even punches down. And, and just minded him for next season with the one eye in the future but he seems to have a change of heart over the last mm. couple of weeks I don't know if that's maybe because the race has cut up a little bit and it's surprised you know he's, he's surprised in the gallops at home and he's decided to go this way the one I probably fancy is the one just above him in the betting is Disco I thought it, it won the best trial which is normally the best trial the Flogus and when it outstayed our Duke yeah. I think our Duke uh, Jesse Harrington's is one of, arguably the best novice that we've seen this season, I thought it might go for the RSA, but they, they seem to think that it could be a potential Gold Cup loss next year. So they wanted to take it easy with it. This could be at fair and square, albeit it was over two and a half mile rather than three, which is our Duke's you know, best trip. But I think just the way and the manner it, it won, it went to the front and, and its jumping was, was spectacular. And when you look at like so York Hill, after schooling says, I mean, his jumping has, has been terrible. Top notch, as Ed says, a very small horse, so there's going to be some pressure on its jumping. I just think Disco, we know it stays and it is jumping's first class. I think that's probably, I would I would rather look there than Politologue. Okay, I take all the points on board about Disco. I think he's an improver for Noel Mead. 
but I'm, I'm despite size, I'm just for top notch in the JLT. The other highlights, just a quick mention for the Brown Advisory and Merrybell Stable Plate. Robert, you might have won in that. Well, I quite like Pinky Brown in this race. He was brought out early, raced four times between the fifth of October and the tenth of November. Got his mark at one three seven, which should get him in at the bottom of this handicap. He's since been put away. Got a spin in the all weather to keep him fit. There's a nice bit of form. He's second to Forrest Behan at Toaster. Beating two and a half lengths, having given him two pounds. Forrest Behan's now rated 149 and goes for the Arco. Yeah. So if he runs a big race in the Arco, Pinky Brown should be a good contender for this. OK, we're all looking forward to Thursday, day three of the Cheltenham Festival.